Sorry, we're closed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Episode 35, Sorry We're Closed. Sorry We're Closed might have some significance here as we move forward here in New Jersey. We got tighter restrictions here in New Jersey at 10 o'clock. Looks like Boston and Mass had some pretty ridiculous, not ridiculous, but much more strict restrictions. We got 10 p.m. curfew for bars and restaurants coming in hot starting on Thursday. And, you know, I keep talking about it, guys. I keep talking about it, but we are, you know, in the restaurant industry, we are looking, staring down the barrel of what could end up being a very long and difficult winter. Now, uh, I know on one side of this spectrum, you're talking about public health, public safety, and keeping people from dying. And then you talk on the other end of the spectrum is not putting millions of Americans into bankruptcy and you know keeping this economy afloat um, throughout, the, throughout the winter. I don't really know what is going to happen. And I've mentioned this in the past, um, where my professor back in June, July had spoken about how he believes that when when the Federal Reserve sat down and talked, and the Federal or the Fed sat down and talked and talked about you know the grand scheme, the picture, the grand picture of things, and and what is going to happen moving forward, they assigned a number. As much as people don't want to hear this, they assigned a number and a, a monetary value to each life. And they you weigh the risk reward, what is better for the economy. And in May, June, July, the numbers were in favor of a shutdown. It was better for the economy to be shut down because of the outweigh of people dying than, than businesses being shut down. He anticipated that by September, October time, that would shift back to we need to stay open. Now, I don't really know. I know that my conversations with people in the city and in, in town hall in the city here of Hoboken, my conversations with people in the governor's office, um, they, yeah, they are definitely trying much harder this time around, it seems, to stay open than they were the first time around. But, you know, this winter is going to be it's going to be crazy and it's going to weed out weak entrepreneurs just it's going it's just unfortunately going to do that now part of me you know entrepreneur life is not for everyone i can tell you that uh you have a lot more uncertainty in your life you have you know think about the some of the, a lot of people kept their jobs throughout all this a lot of people just started working remotely never even saw an interruption in payment some people got furloughed some people did get fired unfortunately for an entrepreneur my like uh, someone like myself uh, where I have two restaurants, you know, I haven't been paid uh, really and since last March. And a lot of entrepreneurs are going through that same type of thing, you know, as as we speak. You know, I, I had calls and, and, and from friends and family and stuff like that talking about how difficult this is. We had a customer the other day crying about it and not knowing if they can withstand it. And I get it. Like this is not when you sign up for entrepreneurial life, you do sign up in a sense for the unknown. No doubt about that. But I was sitting down there talking the other day with my 87 year old grandmother and I was talking to it was, it was such a, it was, what's, what's such an interesting thing in my world right now is that the government for the first time that I can remember and for the first time ever in my grandmother's life, which is 87 years, the government is is directly impacting businesses to fail. Uh, now, I understand, everyone understands why they're doing what they're doing. We're not saying that what they're doing is in, inherently wrong. But this is the first time that 
in the modern history that a government is literally forcing businesses into bankruptcy for no fault of their own. And so the, my argument has been the whole time was that, yeah, of course, you know, you're trying to control this virus, you're trying to do that, you're trying to do this. You can't shut us down if you don't give us money to pay rent. That's just not how this works. If you want to shut us down, you can't come tell me that, well, it's not under our jurisdiction to talk about rent. Okay, well, then it's not under your jurisdiction to shut me down. I have bills to pay. I have rent to pay. I have things I have to do regardless. And my landlord doesn't come knocking on your door. He comes knocking on mine. So what you're doing is you're forcing my company into debt. You're forcing my business and my partners to fight with our landlord. You're forcing our landlord to fight with us and to fight with his lenders and, and whether it's the banks or it's, you know, it's private lenders, you know, whatever, for, forcing them to fight with them. You know, it's an, it's a vicious cycle that we have going on here. And I understand that we have to, we have to, you know, watch out for people and try to keep people safe and, and healthy, but and you got to stop rent then. And I don't know all the logistics. I'm sure, you know, making it so that rent is, is no longer being paid is a logistical nightmare probably, right? I, I don't know all the ins and outs of that as far as from a government, governmental standpoint. But you have to look at this where you're, you're yeah, you might, be, you might be saving some people's lives by not letting the virus spread as much, but you're also ruining people's lives who are, who are losing everything, who put their money and their lives on the line to start their own businesses, and now things happen. This is life, unfortunately. This, this is what happens. And again, I, I think this, this in particular will weed out weak entrepreneurs, people that are not meant for it. You know, in a good economy, being an entrepreneur is not as hard as, it, as, it, as people may think. In a bad economy, yes, entrepreneurial, you know, entrepreneurship is a nightmare. But if you can make it through it, you'll make it through the other end. You're, you're not much. Like if, you come through, if you guys get, if we get through a pandemic, um, and, and figure it out and get on the other side. There's not much that can happen in the entrepreneur world that you can't handle and you continue, you can move on, you can, you can, you can shift, you can do things. Um, a lot of confidence should be given to you for the people that even made it this far. And then the people that make it all the way through, you know, you as a business owner, if you're listening to this, you are directly for no fault of your own being almost forced into as close to bankruptcy as you can possibly get to for your businesses. Maybe not personal bankruptcy, but a lot of people are on the brink of disaster right now. And you're getting some help from the government for sure. But I remember I applied for a loan and this loan, this, this new loan uh, gave like a max of maybe fifteen or $20,000, right? I'll take every free dog. Yeah, I never complained about a free buck, right? But $20,000 for someone in, let's say, Manalapan or Cold Snake or just a small, for people that are not living in New Jersey that don't know central New Jersey, living in a small town versus people living in Boston, people living in Hoboken, New York City, where you know, rent and bills are much higher. It's very different. You're talking about one person's one month rent versus a person's one year rent. You know that's very different for businesses. And again, you're putting you're putting people into positions here um, to fail. 
You are setting everyone, every small business owner out there, depending on your, your industry, uh, but I can at least speak for the service industry, hospitality industry, anything in the restaurant or bar industry, you're setting them all up for failure. So with that being said, though, if you make it out, if you're a restaurant owner right now and you make it out the other end, your hat goes off to you, man. This is not easy. Speaking from a guy who's, done, who's going through it myself, it is not easy. You're, you're arguing points that you have no control over. Uh, you know, it's not like we're sitting here being like, well, you know, I made some bad business moves. This is why I can't do this. No, my business was great. We were doing tremendous. And now we're put into the position again, through no fault of our own to be in a really difficult position going into this winter. This winter is going to be tough. It is not going to be easy. Um, for any business, let alone Green Rock, let alone Saku, uh, let alone some of my buddies' businesses, this is not going to be easy. So, you know, I don't know exactly what we're going to do, but, uh, you know, I, I'm with you out there. Whoever, whoever's listening to this is an entrepreneur, doesn't have your, doesn't have someone else paying you, and you're not on payroll, you're doing it yourself. I, you know, I applaud you for getting this far, and good luck the rest of the way. It is not going to be an easy fight by any stretch of the imagination. We're in, we're in a tough time. And like I said, it's going to weed out a, some weak. It's going to trim the fat of the entrepreneurial world. And some of it's necessary. That's just, that's the way. In good markets, if you, and I, I've read a lot about finance. I've read a lot about the, you know, the economy um, and things like that. And they talk about in, in good times. I remember, I think it was Peter Lynch is the one that told me. If you haven't read his book, uh, I have it over there. I can't remember what the name of it is, but Peter Lynch wrote a book. He's a big, big hedge fund guy, made you know millions and millions of dollars. I think it was him that said, I'm not sure, but he said, well, the moment you're getting, you're getting advice from people sitting at the bar on what stocks to buy, it's a good indicator that the market is in, in, a, in a bad spot. Now, I think a, a great example of this would be Davey Day Trades, Dave, Dave Portnoy. Now, I think Dave's a brilliant man. I, I think that... M- Mainly, what you're seeing, if 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 it's not just fun money for him, it might just be fun money. He might not need, you know, three million to, to him is a lot different than three million to us. So he might just be playing around and 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 putting on the persona because that's what Dave does. I don't anticipate that he's done with his money, even though I know he does love to gamble. Uh, you know, how many stock tips have you guys heard in the past six months, seven months? I had I had I had people making money that I talked to on the phone that have no knowledge of the stock market in any capacity, picking winners, which shows me there's not many losers out there. And when there's people, the amateur amateur investor is able to make money uh, at any given time in the stock market just by pure luck. It probably means that the economy's propped up. It's, and I, I can't imagine it's not. I mean, think about this. If you didn't get stimulus, if we didn't get stimulus packages from the government, how many businesses are out of business? They say right now, one in five small businesses have gone under. If there was no stimulus, that could be four out of five. One out of two. Two out of three businesses. It, it would be astronomical. Absolutely astronomical. The United States would fall into the biggest depression 
has ever fallen into ever. This is unprecedented times that we're living in, especially as an entrepreneur and as a small business owner, unprecedented times. You might never go through this might be you know, this is my second year into the entrepreneurial life. This might be the hardest year of my entire career. It, without question, there is a valid point. You know, many, many valid arguments to be made that this you won't that I will not see anything tougher than 2020 has been for 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 Green Rocket or in my in just my entrepreneurial world. Which is insane to think about. It's part of it. You know, I look at it as part of what I signed up for. I do feel bad for some people because, again, in 87 years, my grandmother's been living. She's never seen anything like this in her life. Plenty of people have gone through their entrepreneurial careers and never even come in, came anywhere near something like this. And unfortunately, this, this whoever's entrepreneur right now has done it. They've gone through this. But so there, you know, the, there's a really high probability that this is the last time, this is the hardest year you'll ever have to deal with. And it's just about surviving. Surviving and seeing to live, or you know, getting to live and to see another day. It's a crazy, crazy thing we're going through right now. But again, it'll trim the fat of the entrepreneurial world. It will make it a much leaner crew. There will be opportunity for those, for those that survive. And, and are able to, to move their business in the right direction, yeah, there will be. But it's, again, it's not going to be easy. This is going to be a crazy, crazy winter, at least here in New Jersey. Uh, but it, it seems as though in Massachusetts as well, New York City. Uh, tough to say where the rest of the states, I'm not too familiar with everything that's going on or out there. But right now we're at ground zero. It is, it is going to be insane, honestly. But with that being said, I have no doubt in my mind that Green Rock will make it pass. Sakul will make it pass. I mean, we went into this pandemic and I started a new business. I started the, the podcast. I started um, actually taking social media and things that I've done there in a serious way. I've, I've talked to you guys a little bit about that at length and about you know, you know, factoring in impressions, cost per thousand impressions, all those types of things that will help people that are growing themselves on social, growing themselves into the podcast world, all those things, and how to monetize those types of things. Uh, those are all very important. So I, I, I have no concern. I mean, I have concerns about my businesses, but we'll survive. We'll move on. We'll figure it out. But sadly, I won't be able to say that for everyone. And there's a chance I won't be able to say that, say that about the majority of small businesses come three months, four months from now. I was on the phone today with a guy in the governor's office, and he was talking to me. and were t- telling me about you know, right now how you know they're talking about you know when Joe Biden gets into office, if he gets into office, who knows this whole voter thing. But when Joe Biden gets into office, it's supposed to get a package through, right? For it's got to be you know include a bunch of things, get us more money. Joe Biden's getting office on January 15th. That means I have to I have to go through three months rent and three months of business without anything? Or am I relying on Donald Trump to push things through? You know, exact, exact words from his mouth that way. The, the problem has not been Donald Trump. So wh- where are we at? Where are we helping small businesses? 
or are we too too you know wrapped up in our political worlds that we just won or we just did this, we just did that, and uh, we, uh, we're not worried about it. It's going to be a long winter, folks, and I'll be coming to you every day, every Monday and Thursday, not every day, but uh, you'll hear it all from me. I've been as honest as I can be. I obviously don't give you guys everything, but I've been as honest as I can be about Green Rock, about Sakura, how, how it runs, how it's, how it's surviving, and how it will survive in the end. I mean, 10 p.m., 10 p.m., Curfew over at Green Rock. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah, I get some time off, which would be great. But that's tough. That's not going to be easy. So this might be the most bleak one I've ever done. But I think it's important to to show people what it's what it's like right now for an entrepreneur. I'm having people coming up to me crying, talking to me about business, their businesses. And again, through no fault of their own. That's tough. That's tough to talk to them about that. I can't sit here and be like, well, do this. Because you were doing fine. Your business was fine. And now you're getting forcibly pushed into bankruptcy. That's a tough thing to watch. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how people are going to be helped. But at one point, when, when does the priority shift to businesses? Does it ever? When do businesses say, I've had enough? Do they ever? I can tell you right now, the rumblings of shutdown, I've heard more, more from my fellow business owners now of, no, we're not going to do it than I ever did in the summer. We had some people upset in the summer. But now it's like, you know, you're, putting, you're pinning people against their lives, their livelihoods. You're, you tell them to shut down. So I, I guarantee you, guaranteed, that if they shut us back down, they might be, might be you know, on the down low. But I guarantee you some bars will operate. Out of necessity. Because now you're talking risk-reward again. And I've talked risk-reward in the pod before. The risk-reward here immediately shifts into the reward column. You have to. The risk does not outweigh the reward because the reward is staying afloat, staying open. The risk is declaring bankruptcy on your business. What are you going to do? It sucks, but what are you going to do? There's nothing. So this is going to be interesting. You could see a very different type of shutdown coming in the next couple months where there are businesses that just, you know, they had that gym in, in uh, New Jersey that didn't shut down or went back open against the governor's orders. You might see thousands of businesses doing it. Thousands. I mean, I remember right before we closed, right before we reopened the 25% capacity, there was a restaurant in North Jersey somewhere, I forget where, they sent a letter out and, and put it on social media to, to Governor Murphy saying that they're reopening and there was nothing it was they would do the social distancing they wear masks all that stuff but they're going to reopen because they have to if they don't they'll die not physically but the business will die luckily 25% came before they had they had to get to that point but that you're going to get there again pretty quickly with businesses if not, none of the loan comes through people are going to be in trouble so listen I hope I hope 
the best for anyone going through this out there. If you have any anything, please reach out to me once again. As always, I always tell you guys to please uh, subscribe over at thepatlight.com uh, for the emails that go out every Friday. I have a few people that um, know uh, questions about for, to answer on the pod today. But I, I had uh, the past week or so, I've had a few people reach out just for general questions, uh, wanting me to respond. I've, I've been able to, obviously, I respond to every single one of them. Uh, it's been my pleasure to. So, uh, if you're, if you are an entrepreneur and you're going through stuff and if you're, or if you're, you're in a business and you're going through some struggles, please feel free to reach out, uh, send me an email. I, it's me responding. It goes directly to my personal email, um, for the business. So, uh, I am, I'm more than happy to, to help and share experiences with my own end to help you through whatever you're going through. Uh, it's, we're in this together. This is gonna be a tough one. It's gonna be a tough winter for a lot of people. And I, uh, and I'd be remiss not to help if I could. So uh, let me know, guys. But otherwise, and that, uh, any, <laughs> other than that, the other way I can help you is have a drink at the bar. So as I do every time, I appreciate you guys listening. And I will sign off with, I will see you guys at the bar. Sorry, we're closed.